You're listening to Rabbi Arya Wolby, Director of Torch, the Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to way number 16. Way number 16 is Bimiyutz Chora with limited business. So there are a couple of ways to look at this. We can either look at limited business as saying, don't work so much, uh, you know, don't, no, no, no. There's another perspective also, and that is, if you're already doing business, get the most out of it. Don't just do business with a single-sided objective of making money. You can build people, you can build relationships, you can exemplify your godly traits in business. You can use it as an opportunity for growth. And this is what the mission is telling us, both of these ideas. Number one, don't be too consumed by your business, by your livelihood. But also, don't neglect the opportunity to use business as a tool for growth. You'll have challenges. A, one of the big challenges that comes up in business is emunah. What is the first challenge of emunah? Is that many people, as someone I was talking to yesterday, they were calling, they're really concerned that, what am I going to do? What's going to happen? What's going to be? What, you know, and they, they were very concerned about uh, the markets are down. Uh, there are a lot of things in the business world right now that are not looking too favorable. And this individual called me and was expressing their concern. So I said, stop, stop with the kvetching. Stop with the concern. I said, the only thing you're concerned about is the future because you don't know what it is yet. But tell me in the past 20, 30, 40, 50 years of your life, has Hashem ever let you down? Has he ever let you down? The answer is no. He's never let, let that person down. And remember that. Remember, you have never been let down. There's no reason that anyone should feel that Hashem is going to let them down now. And it's just a matter of a healthy perspective so that a person can grow from their business challenges. Another thing, people aren't always honest. People aren't always honest in business. So how does a person get to a point where they're able to trust people, where they're able to grow from every challenge that they face? There's a lot, a lot that we can learn every single day. Just because someone's not in the study hall or at the Torch Center learning a Torah class doesn't mean they can't grow. In your business, in your, in your workplace is a place for your growth as well. Manage life like a successful business. It's goal oriented. Just like in business, you don't just do things because why not? You do it with a goal. You do it with an intention. You do it with a focus. So too, a person should also be goal-oriented in life. Evaluate your priorities. In business, the way we operate is we have a set of goals. We have priorities. This is our objectives. And then we set out our mission in the business to accomplish those things. But you don't have that always in people's personal lives. Well, if you have certain objectives, what are you doing to accomplish those objectives? Get a strategic plan in your life and keep notes. To get the wheels churning, there are a few questions that we can ask ourselves constantly. Number one, what have I accomplished today? person at the end of each day should evaluate their day. What have I accomplished today? Number two, did I accomplish what I intended Many times we set out a goal for our day. I want to do this. I want to do that. Did I accomplish what I, what I intended? 
And if not, ask the question, why didn't I accomplish what I intended? How am I going to improve for tomorrow? What what can I implement tomorrow that I didn't successfully implement today? What are my strengths and weaknesses? What's my profit? What's my loss? We do that in business. But in a personal level, on a personal level, what am, what's my profit and loss? Where are, my, where are my strengths and where are my weaknesses? What do I need to exhibit more of and what do I need to limit? How far have I come in my long-term goals and what's holding me back from growing? And a person, once they answer these questions to themselves, can really examine what's, what's the direction that I'm heading in as an individual. You can work hard to make money. You can work equally hard to enhance your life. People work all day, all night to make money. Are they ready to work all day and all night to overcome anger? Are they ready to work all day and all night to build a relationship? To heal a relationship? They're they're ready to work all day for their career. Okay, so what are you ready to work? To be a good husband, to be a good wife, to be a, a good child, to be a good parent? Are people ready to invest appropriately? What is your, and this is a question we ask many times, what's your center of gravity? What really pulls you? And invest in it and work on it. And if it's the right thing, value your life. It's your most precious gift. You only get one chance at this. Talk to the Kabbalists about whether or not we get recycled and whether or not we come back. But for this, for this, for the argument of this class, we only have one chance at this and let's, let's make it the best we can. The same qualities that help make you successful in business will help make you successful in life. If you apply them the same way. If you apply your same diligence in your personal life as you do in your business life, you're likely to succeed very, very well. Prioritize your life. Business is to support what? You know the story of the guy who is, you know, an elderly man. He's a great fisherman and he's sitting on his little raft and he's, he's fishing and this big yacht pulls up next to him and he says, you know, I see you pulling one fish after another fish after another fish. Why don't you, you know, get a bigger boat and, you know, fish more fish? He says, and then what? He says, then you'll be able to sell it. And then what? You make a lot of money. And then what? And then you'll be able to retire. And then what? And then you'll be able to be on a little boat and fish again. He says, I have that now already. See, many people don't think I'm going to make all that money. And then what? You might even have it already now. When I retire, then I'll go on vacation. When I retire, the whole process of making money that people are investing their entire lives in. What is it for? Right? So you go to school to get a good job, a job to make money, money for family. But then we don't even spend time with our family. So what sense is that? The whole reason we did this whole thing of schooling and years of hard work and investing so that we can do good for our family. And now we don't even spend time with our family. So a person needs to always realize and prioritize what's important in life. The greater the pleasure we seek, the more we need to work for it. Have a mission statement. I think every family should have a mission statement. My family, we sat down and we established our own mission statement. I have it hanging in my office, in my study. A family mission statement. These are our values. These are our goals. This is our mission. This is what we want to accomplish. And it's important to read it every once in a while to remember what's our purpose, what's our objective in this world. Never has a man said on their deathbed, I wish I'd spent more time in the office. One must limit his business to a point where he can enjoy and maximize life. 
it's funny because I, I've spoken to many people recently who are over the age of 70, who are either retired or contemplating retirement. And I, I encourage everyone, don't ever retire. Don't retire. Find a way. Even if you may not be working in the same career or profession that you've worked your entire life, find a way to keep yourself busy. I've seen so many individuals, sadly, who after they retired, declined rapidly in their health, in their mental health, in their physical health, because they weren't, they didn't have that regular routine and regimen of using their mind, using their body, uh, like they did their whole lives. And, and, and it's, it's really tragic to see that sometimes. So don't just quit your work. Find a way to keep yourself busy at all time. But at the same token, limit your business to a point where you can actually enjoy and maximize life. Don't be busy all day where you don't have time to actually live. Torah is rarely found among those engrossed in trade and commerce. Someone who's too busy to live most likely is too busy to learn. There's an interesting and amazing story of the Chaye Adam. The Chaye Adam was a, a, an amazing Torah scholar, uh, but he was a businessman. He was only known as a Torah scholar after he produced multiple books on halacha, on Jewish law. And in one of the introductions to his books, he writes, you might think to yourself, what right does this individual have, referring to himself, to write a book on halacha? Who is he? He's just a businessman who runs around trade shows and, and, and goes, you know, from, from city to city as a peddler. What does he know from halacha? See, he says, although I worked in business, my heart never left the study of Torah. And every waking moment that I had, I studied Torah. And I learned Torah. They say about the Chafetz Chaim, he had a, a little supermarket, or not a supermarket, a mini market. He had a little mini market, and in between customers, he opened up his little mish- Mishnah, and he would learn a few Mishnahs. And when the, when the customer came to get, to get his, uh, to check out at the cash register, the Chafetz Chaim closed his book, took care of his patient. As soon as they left, he opened up his book again, not to waste a minute. Yeah, I need to provide a livelihood for my family, but that doesn't, exempt me from my study of Torah. Think about what you'd like your legacy to be about and start working for it. What do you want it to say on your tombstone? Kind-hearted, so be kind-hearted. Loving, generous, so be loving and generous. Patient and accepting, so be patient and accepting. Write out what you want on your tombstone and then live for it. The Mishnah states, limited business specifically, doesn't say limited labor, because labor toil is a constant necessity. A person needs to be busy, while business is not. Adam la'amal yulad. Business is not a necessity. Being busy is. Adam la'amal yulad, King Solomon tells us in Proverbs, mankind was created to toil. And that's our job. We don't define a successful person by someone who's financially successful. But our definition is of a successful person is someone who's a good father, someone who's a good husband, someone who's a good community member, someone who's a responsible person. That is a successful person. So let's readjust our lexicon. When we use words like a successful person, let's choose a real successful person. So if you use the same method for wisdom as businessmen use for money, 
then we can be billionaires of knowledge and life's true pleasures. My dear friends, this concludes way number 16. I look forward to continuing the study of way 17. You've been listening to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast, a Torch production. Become a supporter at torchweb.org because your assistance enables more Torah learning around the globe. To find more lessons offered by Torch, please visit torchpodcasts.com.